0: Stickered Up, the official podcast of the Cars Tour is on the air. Presented by Solid Rock Carrier. The Cars Tour, the premier late model stock series. Short track racing at its very best. Stickered Up will feature A-list guests, the hottest topics, race previews, recaps, the good, the bad. And the ugly. It happens on the cars tour. Stickered up is chewing, chewing on, on it. Here's your host, Stephen Dunn.
1: Happy race week, everyone. Stephen Dunn, Stickered Up Podcast, the official podcast of the Solid Rock Carriers Cars Tour. And it is race week, and we are at Dominion Speedway this weekend, round seven for the late model stock cars in their championship bid. And the points race has tightened up tremendously after. Uh, the race at Larry King Law's Langley Speedway a week and a half ago that saw young Caden Honeycutt from uh, Texas lead lap one through 125 every single lap en route to his first cars tour victory of 2021 and his short career in late model stock car racing. He was, uh, he was leading the pack and, and did it in fine fashion, beating his teammate and Car owner Justin Johnson, Deke McCaskill, Lane Riggs, and Jared Fryer in the top five. Four RNS cars again in the top five. We'll go to our friends at Pitt Road TV, Tony Stevens and Steve Post, to recap the Visit Hampton 125 at Langley Speedway.
2: Off the racetrack, the pace car goes and through the KRC Power Steering Start Zone. Caden Honeycutt and Justin Johnson lead the field into turn one, and we are green. Honeycutt gets the big advantage. Justin Johnson working the high side of the speedway. They're side by side for the third spot. Up to speed now into turn number three. Is and it's starting to tighten up just a little bit there, in the top four cars or so. Never would have thought Bobby McCarty would go a lap down under green of the track that he does pretty well at here at Langley Speedway. And you see him just go to the inside. He's been there before. He knows it's not his day. Says Caden, go on by, bud. I'm just out here trying to soldier on for points. And that is McCarty now back in 17th oh. spot this may be a big change to the top of the standings oh, Just equally impressive the run he's having here tonight we're down to a lap and a half to go and I'm telling you what Caden Honeycutt the distance back is two seconds he's rolling with the white flag out Caden Honeycutt the race leader down under the white flag white flag is in the air for Caden Honeycutt in what has been an exceptionally flawless race he has led from green to now checker and through turns three and four Vindication for Caden Honeycutt. He will go down to Brock Victory Lane by winning the visit Hampton, Virginia 125 here at the Langley Speedway. Texas represent as Caden Honeycutt gets to visit and enjoy the spoils of victory What a run by Caden Honeycutt. We'll head down trackside and talk to him here in just a moment. Caden Honeycutt picks up the win. Justin Johnson finishes in the second spot. And here he comes out of the race car. Caden Honeycutt is a Solid Rock Carriers Cars Tour winner. Gets congratulations from the team. Minnie Terrell comes in. Daniel Silvestri. I know Steven Dunn's at home probably jumping up and down. Caden is this everything you thought it would be?
3: Absolutely. Then and then more. Uh, I've never cried before. went in a late mile race before, but this is only my probably my second second ever time in this, and I've never been in this position before. I didn't know what to do. I was, you know, I was laser focused. Uh, marks were everything right there at the end. Uh, Justin worked with me the entire race. I appreciate him working with me. Uh, didn't really have too much of an event for race like Carraway. Uh, just imagine if we had two in a row, man. It sucks, but man, I'm at a racetrack that I never thought I'd be good at and here at Langley. Uh, it was a pretty dang good race and a pretty dang good race car. Uh, we drove a smart race, and I can't thank every, each and one of these guys here at Justin Johnson Racing. Uh, just an off, awesome race car. I can't thank them enough, and all my friends, family, my my girlfriend. Thank you, everybody, for, uh, for watching. Oh, it feels awesome. Greg Harper, thank you all my sponsors, Rod. Man, this just feels amazing. It's not it's not even real to me. After caraway, I know the things had to go
2: through your head. How many things did you hear in this race car? How many things did you see on the racetrack? How many nightmares went through your mind in the last five to ten laps?
3: Well I was praying this time. I was just saying no caution. No caution. Please no no I'll throw a yellow. And we only got one tonight and I really think that's helped us out our longer and was amazing. These guys kept me intact the entire time. Uh, didn't lose sight of focus once. And it's all thanks to them for keeping me locked in, you know, just keeping my ear about saving tires and making sure the car was great. Um, just awesome, man. I, I just, this series is so, just such a special series to run in. And I can't believe I'm a winner in a rookie year. And this is only coming to more, man. You know, Justin finished second, another 1-2 for J, JJR. We're going to win the Minion again here in two weeks. Okay, well, the honeycutt calling a shot down here at Edelbrock victory lane.
1: And we'll talk to Caden Honeycutt here momentarily to see if he still feels like he can go back-to-back at Dominion Speedway this weekend in the Radley 125. Again, Caden Honeycutt the winner, Justin Johnson second, Deep McCaskill third, Lane Riggs fifth, Jared Fire fifth, um, Minnie Tyrell, who was in an RNS car, he finished sixth, Sam Yarborough seventh, Jonathan Schaefer eighth, Daniel Silvestri ninth, Connor Jones rounded out the top ten. As you guys heard in the clip, uh, Tony Stevens and Steve Post both led to Bobby McCarty, who's really good at Langley, did not have a great night. The two-time champion finished 17th, and his lead that was 15 points over Deep McCaskill evaporated into one point. Um, Bobby still is the points leader going into Dominion this weekend. 167 points behind his six starts, one pole, one win, three top fives, five top tens. Deep McCaskill one point behind. Two-time winner Justin Johnson's third in the points. He's five markers back. Our most recent winner, Caden Honeycutt, six markers back in defending champion, Jared Fryer, is fifth in the points. Brandon Willard's got the caution flag out. We're going to come down Pig Road. Stick her up. And when we return, we'll have the most recent Cars Tour winner, Mr. Caden Honeycutt. You're listening to the Stickered Up Podcast.
4: Stickered Up, official podcast of the Cars Tour. sponsor of the cars tour
0: get the picture with pit road TV the official home of cars tour TV where winners watch their favorite races if you can't make it to the track, tune in and let Tony Stevens and Hannah Newhouse bring you all the action for the Cars Tour. Hit Row TV. Check them out online. HitRow.tv. That's HitRow.tv. Don't change that channel. BST. Bryant Shock Technology. Providing proven race-winning shock technology. The only thing that will shock are the affordable prices. BST offers sales, service, and repair of racing shocks, plus the related components for a wide range of race cars. With 20 plus years of NASCAR experience and a decade as a shock specialist, contact PJ Bryant, 704-701-5585. That's 704-701-5585. Tell him you heard about BST on Stickered Up. Stickered Up.
4: Needing new tires and trying to fit that in your budget doesn't have to be stressful. You just need to know where to go, and that's Thrifty Tire, your locally owned source for new and used tires. Two locations Durham and Roxboro, and not just tires. Auto repair, wheels, brakes, alignment, and suspension. Online at ThriftyTireOnline.com. The official Car Care Service Center, the official pit stop of the Stickered Up Podcast.
0: RNS Race Cars, building championship race cars, provider of championship winning late model stock chassis. RNS Services providing chassis, body hanging, turnkey purchases, parts and baseline setups. Contact RNS today at 336-213-0736. That's 336-213-0736 to start building your next winning race car. That's RNS Race Cars, 336-213-0736, South Boston, Virginia.
2: This is Lane Riggs, driver of the number 99 for your tank line solid rock carriers turner asphalt late model stock you're listening to the stickered up podcast with Stephen dunn and powered by solid rock carriers
1: green flag back stickered up podcast the official podcast with solid rock carriers cars tour our guest via the gsx reps hotline the most recent winner of the cars tours um visit hampton virginia 125 at langley speedway mr caden honeycutt caden welcome to the stickered up podcast
3: hey steven thanks for having me
1: Man, I tell you, um, you had to had to have a lot of relief, uh, and that was very evident in your interview uh, that Tony Stevens did after the heartbreak at Caraway. Talk about what it meant to win at Langley and just your six cars to a race with Justin Johnson racing.
3: Well, it was just you know it was overwhelming for sure. Um, just the heartbreak that we had at Caraway was such a hard thing to lose. and I think it only made us a better team, and only made us to come back with more motivation to, you know, kick everybody's butt the next weekend and get redemption back. And, uh, you know, being my only second late mile race I've won in my career, uh, it sounds weird, but it is true that I've only that was my second late mile race to win out of the super starts I've had and everything. So it was just it was just a really cool personal thing for me. Um, especially in a, a series like Car Story, you know, a big series and a tour that means a lot to everybody and uh, everybody that watches it. Um, so it was just it was just an awesome feeling. You know, I haven't had the feeling I've had uh, at Caraway and Langley and since, i say, December of last year being able to run up front and contend for wins so it was just a, an awesome feeling and hopefully we can do some more especially when we come up here in Dominion on Saturday
1: Well you mentioned December obviously the Snowball Derby is where a lot of people recognize your name on the national stage and, and your representation with Rod Wortham and race brand development. Talk a little bit how this whole deal with Justin Johnson Racing came about. Very short turnaround time uh, from when you guys actually met Justin and Jason Stanley to when we actually went to the racetrack. Talk a little bit about that and how quickly all that kind of came together
3: so i was at uh in north carolina in charlotte uh at the time in january and i had justin's number and he he got contacted to me on on a he got my phone number from somebody but he got it from me and i was there and i had toured a few shops uh one of the shops happened to be dgr we were planning on a racing with the stock car tour with them uh, and then that didn't really go where it needed to go, and he was our next option that we wanted to race at. And uh, I have toured their shop for a while. I visited Jason and everybody, and then we uh, planned the test the next week, and realized that we were going to be able to run with them the, this year. And we went and tested Orange on January Orange County on January the thirtieth. And our test went so well that we wanted to go and race Florence, the icebreaker, uh, the next week. So it, it came together really fast, and you know, I uh, really thankful that he he was able to get in contact with me, and just a great group of people. And I couldn't be more you know more uh, thankful and for everybody that's been involved so far.
1: And Cade, one thing that you know you have a very extensive dirt background with what you've done in Texas. What's the transition been like going from, from dirt? And obviously, you still do some dirt racing. I think I saw on Facebook this past weekend that you were dirt racing this weekend and you're off weekend. And how hard is it to transition from dirt to go back to asphalt? It's like running dirt this past weekend, and now we're getting ready to gear up to go to Dominion and run a Cars to a race on Saturday so, night.
3: I don't know, man. I've, I've been I've done this for so long. I say I've done this for two years now, going from back and forth, um, This is probably the first year that I've actually gone back and forth uh, on a weekly basis. Uh, I could say that it's not, I mean, for myself, it's not really a big thing to adapt for me. Uh, It's kind of just a natural process. Um, It's just, I go out there and run three laps, and then we're getting ready to heat race for our dirt car. And then for asphalt, I have time to get back used to everything. And usually by the first session, by the second run, I'm already back in the groove. So it's uh, it's not a huge, huge turnaround for me, but I, I've just done it for so long. I think I, it's just been uh, muscle memory for for both sides.
1: So, again, we talked about the Snowball Derby. Uh, Donnie Wilson, that's who you were driving for in December, and, and a lot of eyeballs on you. Um, how much pressure... Is running a cars tour race on a weekend and running for a championship. Obviously, everybody talks about the Snowball Derby; it's it's the creme de la creme. Do you still feel that same kind of pressure in a cars tour race on you know on any given weekend, or or is that just in a a whole ballpark in itself?
3: Um, I would say, compared to what I've been uh, racing with last year to this year now, the difference from this year to last year is I have actually quite a number of starts that I'm going to make on the asphalt side. Um, on Donnie's side, I only made about three races. So, <clears throat> there was a ton of pressure during those three races. So I had to make everything count. There was no takebacks and no showing up the next week and redeeming yourself. This this was it. This was, you know, this you got to make it happen right now. Um, our first race in July that we went with him, we almost won the dang race and, and just got messed up by a laugh car and Bubba went by and won the race. But, from just from cars to our side, I just knowing that we're running a championship, we're running for a certain amount of races and knowing that we can come back and redeem ourselves and make ourselves look better. Uh, limited starts really uh, are just a huge um, takedown. You know, you got to you got to perform right off the bat. You know, there's no there's no second chances. So basically, that's the difference for me. Um, I think another thing was this year is Justin set the bar very high, uh, winning at Dillon right off the bat. So uh, I think that people expected me to perform uh, just as good as him for the, ne- for the next couple of races. And I think we finally gotten back to that point at Caraway. made some changes with, you know, setup-wise and, you know, how we're going to do things. And I think it obviously showed that we were, uh, it did a complete 360 from when we started the year. So um, that's another part of the pressure is, you know, your team owner and your and teammates going out and running up front every week. You know, you're still running – you no know, seventh to twelfth, and it's just like, well, well, what's he doing back there? I don't know why. Why is he not with Justin Racing? So, uh, I'm very glad that we've got that turnaround, and uh, I think we're heading on the right track for both of our cars.
1: Well, I have, a que- I have an interesting stat for you, and I don't know if you're aware of this. Are you aware that you're only one of two cars tour drivers in 2021 that have completed every lap?
3: I did not. Did not know that.
1: Let me ask you another question. Now, this is probably even more surprising. Who do you think the other driver
3: is? Uh, I would I would say Justin or um, oh who's who's the other person I could say either that or uh, I wouldn't say Bobby but I would. I would probably. Well, you you
1: lapped him at Langley, so you know he couldn't.
3: I I couldn't say Bobby. Oh, I feel like this is so obvious. It's not.
1: It's not obvious. That's why it's not Justin because Justin. You remember Justin went out at Orange County after him and Lane got together. The other Um, driver that's completed all the laps so far in the Cars Tour season is Brandon Pierce.
3: Brandon Pierce.
1: Leipoldian performance, I did not know that. yeah, and I mean, look, he's he's had to fight. I mean, he's he doesn't have the 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 top fives and the top tens, and obviously the win that you've got, but he has finished every lap, and you guys are the only two. So I thought that was a very interesting fact when digging into some of these. Um, that's what us you know podcast guys do: we dig for stats and try to find interesting things. And I just thought that that was something that stood out. Uh, another thing that stands out, obviously, with your dominating performance at Langley, you have now climbed back into the points champion you're a mere six points out of the lead one point behind the boss man Justin Johnson uh, six points behind Bobby McCarty do you feel added pressure going into Dominion especially since you kind of called your shot with Tony Stevens saying that you were going to win this weekend do you put added pressure on now that you are a Cars Tour winner and that you are contending for the championship as a rookie
3: um, you know, I've I've asked about pressure a lot. Um, the weird thing about my mindset, and just the way I work, is that I don't I don't think about pressure. I just I just go for it. You know, it's just it's just not so much. I feel like if you just think about it too much, and then you know, stuff will happen. And then you know, it, it's just weird how stuff works. But I, I I think if you just go out, do what you got to do, do what you need to do to win, and everything will just fall into place. Uh, if stuff happens, something will happen. You know, that's something that's just really out of your control. Um, watching back on the Minions race, it was definitely a, uh, a survive race, um, but something I was not expecting. So hopefully this year we'll, we'll kind of clean it up a little bit. But um, I, I really I really think that just the pressure adds on just on the team itself, on everybody, but just me as the driver, I just go out and do what I'm supposed to do and uh, execute and do what my job's supposed to be, and that's to win the race, and everything else and points wise and all that will just uh, just fall together.
1: The one thing I did want to ask you, too, obviously, with you being new to a lot of these racetracks, again, Dominion being a racetrack that you've not been to. uh, Obviously, early in the year, you guys uh, with Justin Johnson racing, you guys would go down test on Thursday before this uh, this tire issue uh, kind of arose about four weeks ago, uh, four or five weeks ago. Cars tours cut back on the amount of tires that you guys are allowed in a race weekend, and that was that we kind of saw that at Langley, uh, where you might not have gotten as much practice as you were accustomed to getting. How does that affect you, especially these racetracks that you haven't seen before? Is that something that you're just gonna have to figure out, or I mean, obviously at Langley you figured it out pretty quick with just the one set of sticker tires for practice, and were able to go out and win the race. And does that change your kind of perspective and, and thoughts on getting to a racetrack maybe a day earlier in practicing?
3: Well, I, I definitely think it, it, it's fairly tough. Um, knowing that we already got tires that we're going to unload on are going to have at least 30 to 40 laps on them. And we're just going to have to limit down our, our practice to, uh, laps just as together. We're just going to have to do four to five lap runs each time. And, uh, you know, we're just going to have to realize that we we don't have enough tires we don't have this we don't have that you know it's just going to add up on each on on all of us all three of us racing this weekend um so we're just going to have to keep track of that and just to make sure that we're not uh, overloading on our tires on our laps and if we do too many laps then we'll just be out in left field and then we're just like oh what the heck have we been doing this entire time so We uh, at Langley, we threw on our sticker set at the very last session. Um, We got to it right away. No issues. So I think it's just going to be I think we're us. We're going to have a plan. We're going to have everything laid out. And I think everybody is going to be just fine. But it definitely does does hurt us. Uh, And just not just us. It's the entire the entire field that's going to have the issue that shows up on a Thursday and practice on Friday's so it's uh it's it's pretty tough deal but we're making the best of it
1: so you, you alluded that there are three teams this weekend justin johnson uh one of your brand face race development teammates grant thompson will make his cars tour debut this weekend at dominion speedway in the justin johnson racing share with our with our listeners uh, a little bit about a grant and, and what people may be able to expect from him this weekend
3: um i think you'll see grant do pretty really well um I've known Grant since he was 11 and we've, we've raced together and we've always talked about racing and, you know, I've, I've taught him what I've known and he's shown me what he can do. And it's definitely a, uh, you just don't tee it up with the snowball in a, in a truck and just win right off the bat and a championship in his first year. So um, he's definitely, he's, he's definitely a really good race car driver. Um, I think he'll adapt pretty in a, in a time, timely manner uh, especially how many how much time he's got and how many test sessions he's been limited to i know he went and tested out at hickory uh not too long ago and he did jason and justin said he did pretty well so um it should be interesting we're just going to share them and and uh, i'll share him what i know and he'll probably share me what he knows that i don't know about and we'll just try to help each other out but i think he'll do uh very well in you know in the in the field that we're going to have and uh, you know people are going, to, are going to know that it's him and you know they're probably going to just help him um, just use him up a little bit but I hope they don't do that but I think he'll be up there right there with us and hopefully he can we can have a one through three finished that would be pretty awesome but we'll just have to see.
1: So what orders can we can we say that Caden Honeycutt's going to say those three are going to be in?
3: Uh, one for sure Justin will be second and Grant will be third <laughs> or Grant can have second and Justin will be third
1: I don't know man Justin Justin's a pretty competitive Car owner and race car driver, so yeah, uh, it's going to be is. it's going to be difficult for you guys, but I'm I'm excited for the opportunity to to see you guys again. And and again, I thought that Minnie Tyrell, uh, who was you know kind of a teammate for you guys at Langley, driving uh, Justin Johnson Racing um, RNS car. I mean, he had his best run of the year uh, with a sixth place finish. They qualified fourth, so we know that the car is going to be there. The car is going to be capable, so it'll be interesting to see, but. One thing I wanted to ask you, obviously, you kind of went through the quote-unquote car wash um, after your win at Langley. Your Speed 51, Race 22. I'm sure that you had a couple of uh, those news and media outlets in Texas that had you on. Has it sank in that you finally are a Cars Tour winner in a very short period of time? Because in your interview, obviously, you, you said it was unbelievable and didn't seem like it was real. Has it sank in and and what does it mean now? You're an elite company. There's not a lot of people out there that can say that they've won a cars tour race.
3: Yeah, I just just a great feeling to have. Um, you know, it's a lot of weight lifted off of the shoulders. Um, I wouldn't say it was just massive pressure. I just think people are expecting me to win a race in my rookie year, um, especially when Justin can go out and win the race too. You know, and especially in the super starts that I've had, how it quickly adapted and I got it right off the bat. So. It's definitely an awesome feeling, and you know, for my whole family, it was just uh, just awesome. You know, my dad, mom, and dad have worked extremely hard and waited for moments like this, and um, we were just on cloud nine for the whole weekend. We just had a great time, you know, racing dirt and having fun, and something we haven't done in a while because mostly we're all about business and we're nothing there to win. So we're just uh, having a great time this week and this weekend, and you know, we're just headed back this weekend. But it's it's that we're like we haven't won a race we're always wanting more so it's only the first of many and hopefully we can pull off the championship this year too and pull off the rookie of the year so hopefully we can have a a full clean sweep for justin johnson it'll be an awesome thing to see
1: well i can tell you right now he's going to fight you for that championship i think he'll give you the rookie of the year i think he'll be the first one to congratulate you on that uh, talk a little bit about, you know, as we as we get ready to wrap up here, again, everybody, Caden Honeycutt, the most current, most recent Cars Tour winner at Langley Speedway. Uh, cars Tour, after this Saturday, goes on a little bit of a hibernation, um, almost five weeks before uh, the eighth race of the late model stock cars. But that doesn't mean that you're not going to be in a late model stock car. Uh, talk a little bit about what your plans are for the month of July with Justin Johnson Racing.
3: So we hopefully we can head back July Fourth weekend to the uh, Hampton Two Hundred for the Triple Crown races, um, and we plan on we plan on running those, and hopefully a cup a uh, South Boston race on in the second in the third week of July, I believe. The South so Bo- South
1: Boston race is on the third, and Langley's on the twenty fourth, I think. So you got them okay. flipped, but yeah, those are those okay, two yeah, Triple Crown races.
3: Yeah, so we hopefully we do those races and. We'll be doing Hickory on July 31st, so there's three week there are three weekends that we will be racing in July. So we will definitely be still on the race car.
1: Yeah, Kate, it takes a lot of people to to get to the racetrack. We know it's not a inexpensive thing to do. I wanted to give you an opportunity to thank those people that get you to the racetrack every weekend here at Stickered Up.
3: Oh, well, thanks to my mom and dad, my whole family. Uh, Appreciate their support absolutely for a whole year that and the whole year and every everything that they've done for me in my entire racing career uh, by itself. And uh, thanks Rod at Race Face Marine Development for what he's done, uh, pointing us in the right direction in the past two years. I thank him for his support and everything that he's done for my mom and dad, for sure. Uh, thanks to Greg Harper at Montana for sponsoring us this year for all his help. And he was uh, pretty stoked about Langley, so uh, hopefully we'll have him another feeling like that this weekend. Uh, thanks to all my sponsors on the dirt side, Arc Aviation, Reality Roofing, uh, all my, just everybody that's helped me so far to get to this point J- uh, Justin, uh, Jason, Marcus everybody at RNS Race Cars does such an amazing job you Steven for the, the amazing wraps you give us uh, GXS wraps um, just th- just thank everybody that's been involved in my career to get me to this point it's just, uh, just a great feeling to have and hopefully we can run this the rest of the year and make everybody, make everybody uh, proud
1: last question who got to keep the trophy?
3: they did of course, they did. Well, you the can check forward and that.
1: So you didn't get anything?
3: Nope, I did not. Uh, I, I did ask for a duplicate. So I, I definitely still <laughs> I, I want something for myself. I too. tell
1: you what, I know. I know the guy that prints the checks. How about I print you a check so that you've All got right. a check that you can hang on the wall in the That'll shop there in Texas? Yeah, that would be awesome. Yeah. So, Caden, thank you so much for joining us on the Stickered Up podcast. Best of luck to you this weekend at Dominion. And, um, hey, man, like, like I tell everybody here on the podcast, you win, you get to come back. So, if you win this weekend at Dominion, we'll have you back in a couple of weeks.
3: Awesome, man. Thank you. I appreciate
1: it. No worries. Sounds good. Thank you, Caden Honeycutt. Caution flags out. We're gonna come down pit road, sticker up. When we return, we'll have Minnie Tyrell on the backside. You're listening to the Stickered Up Podcast, the official podcast of the Solid Rock Carriers Cars Tour.
4: Stickered up, official podcast to of the Cars Tour.
0: Get the picture with Pit Row TV, the official home of Cars Tour TV, where winners watch their favorite races. If you can't make it to the track, tune in and let Tony Stevens and Hannah Newhouse bring you all the action for the Cars Tour. Pit Row TV. Check them out online. PitRow.TV. That's PitRow.TV. Don't change that channel.
4: the title sponsor of the Cars Tour.
0: RNS Race Cars, building championship race cars, provider of championship winning late model stock chassis. RNS Services providing chassis, body hanging, turnkey purchases, parts and baseline setups. Contact RNS today at 336-213-0736. That's 336-213-0736 to start building your next winning race car. That's RNS Race Cars, 336-213-0736, South Boston, Virginia.
4: Needing new tires and trying to fit that in your budget doesn't have to be stressful. You just need to know where to go, and that's Thrifty Tire, your locally owned source for new and used tires. Two locations, Durham and Roxborough, and not just tires. Auto repair, wheels, brakes, alignment, and suspension. Online at thriftytireonline.com. The official Car Care Service Center, the official pit stop of the Stickered Up Podcast. BST, Bryant Shock Technology,
0: providing proven race-winning shock technology. The only thing that will shock are the affordable prices. BST offers sales, service, and repair of racing shocks, plus suspension-related components for a wide range of race cars. With 20-plus years of NASCAR experience and a decade as a shock specialist, contact PJ Bryant, 704-701-5585. That's 704 704- 701 Tell you heard about BST on Stickered Up Stickered Up
3: This is Caden Honeycutt, driving the number 4 Justin Johnson Racing Ford You're listening to the Stickered Up Podcast with Stephen Dunn
1: Green flag back out here on the Stickered Up Podcast, our next guest the GSX Raps Hotline, driver of the number 81, Solid Rock Carriers Quaker State RNS car, Minnie Tyrell. Minnie, welcome to the Stickered Up Podcast.
5: Thank you for having
1: me, Minnie. Obviously, uh, your your name was an, a hot topic topic of discussion here the last couple of weeks. Heading into Langley Speedway, uh, jumped in a Justin Johnson RNS race car. Um, while you were getting um, your race car clipped with an RNS, man, you had to feel really good about your finish and, and your performance there at Langley Speedway a week and a half ago
5: oh yeah it was a great weekend um definitely an awesome car uh i know it was one of the brand new ones that they had just built this year so uh very fast it had a ton of speed as soon as we got it there it showed speed and uh it held through the whole weekend had a pretty good qualifying run i think it was rns through the whole top five and uh definitely had a good race there just um burned our tires up a little bit too much there towards the middle didn't have anything for the leaders up front but all in all it was a great weekend i happy with the finish outcomes.
1: Speaking of, I mean, you, you guys started off the, this is your, I believe, third full-time season in the Cars Tour, obviously not having the results that you wanted earlier in the year. Not that you were running terrible, but some bad luck. You've had those gremlins. What went into the discussion in, in making the transition and the move to to go to an R&S chassis in Marcus Richmond?
5: Oh, yeah. I mean, it, it was nothing against any uh, pr- particular car builder or any particular uh you know anything that way? It was just uh, the package that Marcus Richmond offers um, was definitely the better package for our race team. Um, and other race teams, they have different you know outlets and stuff that they can go to. And uh, Brandon Butler, he's he's been at this a while. It's my crew chief, and um, you know he he knows his stuff, that's for sure. But uh, we've just been struggling the past year and a half, and kind of just been needing some more information and things like that. And um, Marcus had that to offer for us, so. Um, we had to do what was best for our team. And um, like I said, I never talk bad about anybody. And every single race car that I've driven has been awesome. And uh, everybody that I've worked with has been great. And uh, I'm just excited to open up this new chapter in racing with myself and work with Marcus.
1: The one thing that – and Marcus was on the podcast uh, two weeks ago. And and Marcus, I mean, as you know, uh, talks about his RNS family and everybody being able to share information. You finally got an opportunity to be part of that at Langley. Talk about what that meant to you at the racetrack as far as being able to go to Marcus and go to some of these, you know, fellow RNS, you know, race teams and be able to kind of bounce questions off and try to work and tweak on the race car. Obviously, something that you alluded to that you didn't have. How, much, how important was that at Langley?
5: Uh, it was very important. I know uh, definitely getting with not necessarily just the crew chiefs and stuff like that. And, uh, you know, first off, Justin Johnson and Jason Stanley – and Marcus, thank you guys so much. They they got me to the track at Langley, and they helped me a ton. Um, but, you know, the thing was, was kind of being able to talk to the other drivers and uh, kind of, you know, drivers that know a lot about the setups and things like that and being able to talk about what change they did and what they felt and how they liked it was definitely a lot different than what I had been doing because, you know, I, I talked to a lot of the drivers and um, all the time about how they feel, but it was never – uh that kind of setup aspect of it to what they did how they liked it what it did for the car what it did for them um so you know every driver has a different feel on a race car and every driver likes it the race car the way it feels differently to them Um, but definitely a uh an awesome thing to do is be able to go and talk to those guys about that
1: well we we leave langley and we had about two hours uh north little bit closer to home for you dominion speedway this weekend uh you finished second at dominion last year behind jonathan finley got to be really excited about racing racing a lot closer to home in front of a lot of friends and family
5: oh absolutely yeah it's it's right down the road from us uh well not right down the road but it's about a 50 minute drive from my house um yeah definitely definitely excited and have a lot of friends and family over at the race this weekend Um, I know they're excited to watch me race, so hopefully uh, instead of finish second last year, maybe we'll pick up that one extra spot for this year.
1: I do have a question. You said it's only 50 minutes from the house, but Dominion is by far the closest racetrack to your house, correct?
5: Yes, sir. Every other racetrack is usually about three and a half, four hours plus.
1: So when you got, and obviously, you know, when you started your career, uh, obviously there were some speedways up there in, in, in Northern Virginia that you guys were able to, but man, I tell you, you guys make and, and Jonathan Finley's another one. You and Jonathan probably aren't, but maybe what an hour from each other, if that. I mean, both of oh, you guys, not, not,
5: not even. He's about fifteen minutes down the road. I see him around town sometimes. Okay,
1: so so <laughs> yeah. you guys basically are the ones. This is home game for you guys. But you know, uh, talk about a week, a race weekend for the, for the Tyrell family. I know that you guys are very family oriented. You guys are at the racetrack, in and in, you know your mom's there, your dad's there. But it's, you know, those are four, those are probably what, four day weekends for you guys most weekends, aren't they?
5: Oh, yeah, um, definitely. My, my, my dad likes to stay and usually until the day of the race, or he might come down on Friday, which is the car store test day, and ride down at night and then get there. But usually he shows up uh, pretty much right before qualifying or after qualifying to watch the race. And um, he's always there, he's never missed a race, neither is mom. Um, you know we always they're always there watching me and uh, definitely my parents are two big big supporters biggest supporters i have and they do everything in the world for me and i, I wouldn't know what to do without them but uh you know it's definitely a, a a far commute every weekend but you know we make it work and have a good time doing it
1: you mentioned your crew chief brandon butler uh obviously he he has he's been with you for a couple of years uh, he obviously keeps the car up for you, um, works on the car during the week, gets it ready for the race. How important has he been uh, in your development here in the cars tour in the last two years?
5: Uh, he's he he takes all the credit for everything that I've been able to accomplish in the tour. Um, you know he's he's the man behind it all. Um, I just show, you know I, I'm there. I, I drive the car and you know, I work and it's unfortunate because the shop is so far away from my house. it's about a two and a half hour drive to his house where it's at. Uh, where the race car is or else I'd, I'd love to work on the race car every day. That's what I do for a living is I work in my own shop and work on cars. Um, but it's uh, it definitely sucks because I love race cars and I want to work on them just as bad as I want to drive them. But um, Brandon does nothing but 24-7 work on that race car. And um, he's what makes it fast every weekend. And uh, he's definitely a, an awesome mentor, coach and spotter to me at the racetrack at all times, too.
1: So Dominion is, is a racetrack last year that. We we saw – probably it's probably the only race that I really feel like we had some concerns as far as tires, uh, had several tire failures, and then obviously with the with the current situation with the tire shortage, being limited to only two sets of tires, a race set and one practice set. I know that you guys are, are always one of those teams that usually goes and practices on a Thursday, and you guys usually probably do two, maybe even three sets on, in a race weekend – How has that changed y'all's game plan as far as your approach leading into a Saturday race?
5: Uh, You know, it's it's changed a little bit. Um, We definitely have to be conservative with the amount of tires we go through kind of deal Um, and and how many laps we're putting on them because, you know, we like to to have a gauge with, you know, old tires and we like to have a gauge with, you know, newer tires that don't have as many laps on it. And, you know, it's one of the biggest things that we test for is how does a car feel in both of those situations. Um, so it's definitely a, a thing where we kind of put a bunch of laps on them to where you put, you know, 50, 60 laps on them, but we keep them for the next weekend to go out and test the car and how it feels and that. But we also, when we buy our one set, we typically usually only put maybe five, if maybe 10 laps on them, but we're saving them for next weekend to, to go out and try that again. So um, it's definitely a, a game changer. I know when we buy one brand new set, we probably won't use it on our test day. Um, we might use it on Friday with the car store test day, but um, it's definitely something that we try to wait. And then uh, that's kind of the last kind of deal that we do to final kind of final tweak the car, final set it up right before the qualifying run on Saturday.
1: Do you feel like that? Do you feel like that balances the field or kind of brings everybody a little bit closer competition wise?
5: Uh, Yeah, you know, that's the thing. I know uh, a lot of teams, they have all different strategies. They have all different ways of going about running tires. And tires is one of the most crucial parts on a race car, Um, or it is the most crucial part. You know, you got to have tires to to go. But um, it's definitely one of those things where a lot of people go through a lot of sticker tires. And, you know, I know we usually go through about two to three sets a weekend. Um, And it's it's definitely something that you've got to be able to, to do. But. Uh, If you don't have the car feeling the way, if it doesn't feel good on old tires, it can feel great on brand new tires, but you got all that grip that backs you up. But if you put on old tires that don't have all that grip, then you've got a completely different feel. So it's really trying to find that balance of how good is the car on new tires. And sometimes you have to sacrifice that couple hundredths of a second to balance out that you know that old tire feel because you know that after 50 or so laps go by it's going to be a different race car
1: well this again this racetrack probably the fastest racetrack you guys go to all year with the most grip and as we mentioned a couple minutes ago obviously some tire issues do you have any concerns this weekend heading into dominion about the potential of of having tire issues again like we saw last year with the speed and the and the amount of grip that the, the racetrack's got
5: I've never had any tire failures at dominion. Uh, I've never run it a ton of times. Um, but it's, it's definitely, I don't know that I'd say I'm concerned with it. I just think that, um, you know, it's, we're going from a different compound where we're running F45s all the way around the car this weekend. So it's definitely going to be a different feel compared to what the compound we used to run, um, at every race. So, uh, it's definitely a track with a lot of grip and I'm, I'm typically good at places with a lot of grip. Um, I'm not very, very good at places with no grip. So it's definitely a, a big change with some of the racetracks that we race at are very old and they don't have a ton of grip. So this is like going to something that's brand new. Um, but I love grip. I love being, you know, a hundred percent the whole time. So uh, it'll be interesting, but you know, I, I think that Hoosier makes a great tire and um, you now hopefully no one's going to get hurt. Obviously no one's going to get hurt. We're very safe, but um, you know, I think we'll be all right, and I hope that there's no tires that are going to fail.
1: You know, us old guys call those old tracks. They have character. They're not old. They have character.
5: So <laughs> they uh, do. They but, do. Uh,
1: but but you know, like you said, you you've you've um, you know, South Boston and, and Dominion are probably the two racetracks on the circuit. Uh, you know, with the series that that have the most grip that, and those are two racetracks that you've you've typically run really good at and. Um, so I know that you're, you're licking your chops, you're ready to get to it um, this weekend. I, I did want to um, kind of talk to you a little bit and see if there were any additional uh, plans. You know, this is you know as we talked to Caden, this is the last um, this is the last race for the Cars Tour for about five weeks before we go to Hickory for the Throwback Weekend. Uh, you guys going to do any additional racing? Maybe the Triple Crown uh, at South Boston or, or Langley here in the next next few weeks? Is that has that come up in conversation?
5: yeah that's been in the discussion um i don't know that it's 100 confirmed that we'll we'll go to any of those races i know i'll probably hop into a uh, road racing car and do a little bit of road racing with nasa mid-atlantic uh, and a miata um, so we'll probably go do some of that i know maybe we'll do the triple crown like i said it's still in the works um just depends on what what our car situation is and obviously brandon and dan dan left today to go help brandon Uh, at the shop getting that thing ready for this weekend so um, as long as if if we survive this weekend and hopefully there's no damage and uh, keep that car nice and clean uh, maybe we'll go out and run a triple crown race or two which would be cool so um, we'll see what happens and uh, we'll definitely post on uh, social media if we are
1: so this is the one this is the question i've got so have you guys been able to shake down the car since you've put the put the new clip on or will will dominion be the first time that the car sees the racetrack
5: yeah dominion will be the first time the car sees the racetrack i know i'm pretty sure it was still in pieces this morning so okay um the guys have been working really hard and uh like i said dan took off i work with dan every day um at, at our shop here because he lives about two minutes down the road from me uh so it uh you know he took off to go help brandon so um we're just we're kind of bolting it all back together and gonna go ahead and set it up and uh get ready and it'll probably see the track thursday afternoon
1: what is it going to take to see mini tyrell and victory lane on saturday night at dominion
5: i hope it uh i hope it takes not not a lot of effort <laughs> 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 it, it's going to um it's definitely a hard a hard thing to do in the car tour. it's just it's the competition is stout and uh you know marcus richmond's cars have been the the kings of this this series right now for the past couple of races and Um, they've been proving themselves and I think Caden had a really awesome run at Langley. I don't think anyone could have touched him. Uh, you know, it's just, they, they've been stout. Um, it's all about how you go about the race and how the car is. And, um, you know, I'm hoping that we nail the setup on the, on the head and, and hopefully I nail the track on the head and we go from there and, and see what we got for a win.
1: Well, Minnie, I know it takes a lot of people to get you to the racetrack every weekend. Wanted to give you an opportunity to thank those folks that get you to the racetrack.
5: Absolutely. Well, uh, Quaker Steak, uh, thank you so much to them for getting me to the racetrack. Um, Solid Rock Carriers and Kirk Ipok. they helped me so much. Uh, I can't thank them enough. Uh, Weber Rector, Irvin Weibel and the, uh, the Henderson family. And uh, I absolutely Amish Sheds. Um, everybody worked so hard to get me to the racetrack and uh, all my crew. We all do it. We're all one big family and we have a great time going to the racetrack every weekend.
1: Many, best of luck to you this weekend at Dominion Raceway in the Radley uh, Chevrolet 125. Um, and i tell you the same thing I told Caden. Uh, we like winners here at Stickered Up, so if you get that checkered flag on Saturday night, we'll have you back here in here two weeks. That sound like a deal?
5: Absolutely. I'm looking forward to it. Sounds
1: good. Good luck to you, Minnie. Minnie Tyrell, he will be in his number 81 this weekend at Dominion Raceway. Caution flags out for the final time here with Stickered Up. Brandon Willard's got the yellow flag out. We're coming down pit road. Sticker Up, and we'll return. You're listening to the Stickered Up podcast. Stickered Up, official podcast of the Cars Tours.
4: needing new tires and trying to fit that in your budget doesn't have to be stressful you just need to know where to go and that's thrifty tire your locally owned source for new and used tires two locations durham and roxborough and not just tires auto repair wheels brakes alignment and suspension online at ThriftyTireonline.com. the official car care service center the official pit stop of the stickered up podcast Get the
0: picture with Pit Row TV, the official home of Cars Tour TV, where winners watch their favorite races. If you can't make it to the track, tune in and let Tony Stevens and Hannah Newhouse bring you all the action for the Cars Tour. Pit Row TV. Check them out online. PitRow.TV. That's PitRow.TV. Don't change that channel.
4: Delivery by truck. Part of the lifeblood of our nation.
0: Race cars building championship race cars, provider of championship winning late model stock chassis. RS services providing chassis, body hanging, turnkey purchases, parts, and baseline setups. Contact RNS today at 336 213 736 That's 336 213 736 to start building your next winning race car. That's RNS Race Cars 336- 213 736 South Boston, Virginia.
5: Mini Tyrell drive. The number 81 Quaker Steak Chevrolet. And you're listening to the Stickered Up Podcast with Stephen Dunn.
1: White Flag out, Stickered Up Podcast, the official podcast with Solid Rock Carriers Cars Tour. We're at Dominion Raceway this weekend for the Radley Chevrolet Cars Tour 125. 24 cars pre entered for this weekend's event. A lot of familiar names Deke McCaskill, Brandon Pierce, Jonathan Finley. Most recent winner and Guest on the show tonight, Caden Honeycutt. Rusty Skews makes his first cars to a race of twenty twenty one, Timothy Peters, Jared Fryer, Joe Valento, Bobby McCarty, Mason Diaz, Tyler Matthews is back in action in the Lee McCall. Tyler's run two races and has an average finish of, I think, 2.5. So, definitely someone to keep your eye on. Justin Johnson, after another solid second-place finish at Langley, he will be at Dominion along with Grant Thompson. The first time this young man will be in a Cars Tour race this weekend, piling the number 54 for Justin Johnson racing this weekend. Our most recent guest, Minnie Tyrell, Sam Butler, Mike Looney, back in action with the tour. Connor Jones in Junior Motorsports, number 88. Jonathan Schaefer, Sam Yarber, Daniel Silvestri, Alex Mayek, and Elaine Riggs. Uh, the first 22. We had a couple of late entries today. Uh, Craig Moore entered, and also uh, Justin Carroll um, entered the race. So we've got 24 late models scheduled. Activity start at the racetrack on Friday afternoon. Practice will start at 4.30. They'll go till 7 o'clock with three practice sessions. Teams will return back to the track on Saturday afternoon. Uh, first practice will be at 2.15. They'll go again at 3 o'clock. And then single car qualifying will be at 5, 5.45 for the late model stock cars. 125 laps for the late model stock cars. Green flag will fly at 7 o'clock. They've also got some of the uh, – they've got the Southern Ground Pandels. They'll run 25 laps. And then twin 35s for the Virginia Racers, late models as well. Uh, if you're going to be in the um, Dominion area and you go to the racetrack, general admission $30, uh, pit passes 45 You can also go to um, – pit pass and get your pit passes if you cannot make the race this weekend you can always listen and watch pit road tv with our friends tony stevens and hannah newhouse Really going to be an interesting. This is this is almost the halfway point of the cars tour for the late model stock cars. Dominion was kind of a wild card last year. You saw a, an unexpected winner in Jonathan Finley. Uh, tires were an issue. I don't think that tires may not be an issue again this year. Uh, this is the fastest racetrack that we'll go to all year. Uh, has the most grip, and it's going to be very interesting to see. And again, we've got almost a five-week uh, break after this weekend's actions. The points race is tightened back up be very interesting to see how this plays out. On Saturday night, again, the green flag at 7 o'clock. If you cannot be at Dominion Speedway, please tune in to our friends at Pit Road TV for the live broadcast. Um, can't do this podcast without a lot of help and a lot of support from a lot of people. Our friends at Solid Rock Carriers, Kirk Ipock, Thrifty Tire with Justin Johnson, BST Shocks, PJ Bront, Marcus Richmond with the Arnish Race Cars, Tony Stevens with Pit Road TV. Dave Perkins and Morgan Patrick here at Broadcasting Experts make us sound so good. Um, Green flag will fly at 7 o'clock. We we hope that all of you guys can be at Dominion Raceway. And we'll see you back here with the Stickered Up podcast in two weeks. This is Stephen Dunn. You're listening to the Stickered Up podcast.
4: Be sure to share this podcast. New episodes of Stickered Up will be available wherever you download your podcasts.